Hello everyone. Welcome back to Unraveling Impulse. My name is Nisa and I get on here and talk about navigating life. Um, the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, all that stuff. Um, just sharing thoughts on my experiences, um, things I've observed, all kinds of stuff um, in hopes that maybe some of it resonates with those who listen and um, it gives me an outlet. Um, as I mentioned in my very first episode, this is really about me having another way to express myself, to build my confidence in speaking and sharing and yeah, um, so far so good. My last episode on navigating divorce was super heavy and emotional and uh, it was very hard to record it and to listen back to it, but I'm glad I did it. I'm, I feel really proud of myself for doing it. Um, and yeah, like it's kind of helped to, I kind of feel like now that I've spoken about it, I can kind of just move on and feel freer <laughs> to be more of myself. It's like, you know, for me, it felt like an elephant in the room. It wouldn't have obviously appeared that way to those of you who don't know what's happening but for me that's how it felt so it feels good to sort of just have it out there and to be able to kind of move on and um talk about other things um and yeah I kind of want to reiterate too that it really wasn't me sharing that wasn't really about um you know assigning blame solely to myself because there it takes two people um but it really was just more so to highlight the things and the areas where I feel I could have done better um but that doesn't take away anything that the other person contributed at all so um I fully recognize that it takes two and that I wasn't I don't need to take on extra blame for anything or blame myself um, more than, you know, I need to because, um, you know, it takes two people, as I said. So, but I just really wanted to focus more on myself, um, my story, and my, the way I'm taking accountability. Um, and um, I think that sometimes we get super caught up in assigning blame and externalizing things um and like externalizing the experience and I really just wanted to highlight how um I'm sort of trying to not do that (laughs) and and trying to um mitigate that by really just taking ownership in where I need to Um, and what's not mine to own I leave where it is but what is mine to own I'm I'm owning you know so that's that on that Um, my mom is actually as I speak in the process of making black cake and for those of you who don't know what black cake is it's um it's like a, it's a cake. It's a, it's a baked good. It's, I 
believe the origins are British. Um, shout out to colonialism. And <laughs> my parents are Guyanese. Um, both of my parents are from Guyana. And so it's literally like a Guyanese staple, holiday staple, wedding staple. <laughs> um, it's very important to the Guyanese culture. Uh, black cake must be there every Christmas. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's like a fruit cake and they use like, uh, coloring to make it very dark and it, it's almost black, which is why it's called black cake. But yeah, it's essentially a fruit cake made with, um, libations, <laughs> rum usually. Um, I don't, I don't know what my mom puts in it, but yes, uh, it's like a, it's like a rum cake or a alcohol based cake with lots of fruit and it's 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 like a heavier cake too but she is in the background doing that um I'm hoping you guys can't hear the hand mixer going <laughs> as she does it but I don't think you can but anyways if you do that's what's what's that's what's happening um so shout out to all West Indians who are doing the same thing for the holidays. Um, I know Guyanese are not the only ones who do black cake. I know that uh, several other islands in the Caribbean also partake in the same tradition. So shout out to those who do. I do not eat black cake myself. Uh, do not do fruit cakes. Don't like it. <laughs> Sorry if that means losing my West Indian card, but hey, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Um, so that's what's happening there. Um, I haven't actually recorded in like over a week, I would, um, which, uh, because I'm, I'm really trying to get into like a good routine of it, but my daughter actually caught a cold and you know how that goes now with everything going on, had to do the COVID test. Um, she did test negative but I did keep her home for a couple days and I ended up catching the cold as well. So, you know, it kind of slowed everything down, put some, some stuff had to kind of be put to the side for a couple of days as we kind of just like got over that. Um, all is well now she's back at school. We're both feeling good and, and healthy. Thank, thank goodness for that. And we're back to our regularly scheduled program. So here I am. Um, today I kind of wanted to, to talk about um, how humans are trash. <laughs> like, I have these thoughts all the time on the way that we, and when I say we, I'm including myself. Like, whenever I, I share these things, it's not like an indictment on other people and not me like me too I am also a flawed human I also engage in you know problematic thoughts and you know have said problematic things and all the whole things like I'm a flawed human like everyone else but um so I just want to clarify that like when I say we I really mean we because me too um but I really just wanted to talk about yeah like humans are trash and that we need to accept that about ourselves that we <laughs> are we're just we're not that great and <laughs> it's not that we can't be but I think that 
the majority of us live are on a spectrum of goodness and badness. You know what I mean? I think the majority of us um, have hurt people and have been hurt by people. Um, and I think that that's something that we're always going to sort of navigate because not navigate, but it's just something that's always going to be a part of our experience. Um, and unless you're, unless you're like a completely evolved person who has like reached some level of nirvana, (laughs) or Buddhahood, or whatever you want to call it, godly status, you're likely going to, at some point, hurt someone again, or perpetuate some form of negative um, action, or behavior, or words, um, and you'll also be the recipient of that, you know? And I think that the more we kind of just accept that about ourselves, and recognize it, um, and are aware of it, the less we will project this, I don't know, I feel like a lot of times we, we often like take the stance of this moral absolutist, um, you know, lens where people are either good or bad. Um, and there's no allowance for, the gray for, for, for people to exist on the spectrum, you know? And I guess I, I want to sort of be able to be more accepting of that in myself, but also that in others. And, um, Maybe that will allow for like less judgment or less or less even just idolizing of people, you know, like we place people on pedestals or we or we place them beneath us and maybe they don't need to be in either category. They don't need to be in either extreme. Some people do. Some people need to be placed beneath us. (laughs) Like there are some really terrible people in this world. Don't get me wrong. But, like, a good majority of us are kind of just, like, you know, in a spectrum somewhere. We're, we're generally decent, or we have the potential to be generally decent, but, you know, we lack accountability, self-accountability, and self-awareness around how to to kind of get to decent and how to even move to practicing not to be trash. You know what I mean? Like, it's a practice. Not being trash is a practice. It really is. Um, and I think some of us think we're better than we actually are because, again, we don't we don't have awareness. <laughs> um, but if you were to talk to other people, they would have completely different, you know, a completely different perception of how good of a person you think you are. And so, and I think some of us too are, we think we're worse than we are, you know? 
Um, and so I just, I think I want to be able to get to that point where it's just sort of like, yeah, you're just, you're an okay human. You're a decent human, but you're, and you have moments of being really good and kind and amazing. And you have moments of being the complete opposite. You have moments of being complete like trash (laughs) and, you know, always trying to move the needle towards more of the good but recognizing that that's not what is always happening I remember uh, a time in my life where I was like if I felt triggered by like a friend or I felt I don't know. It was, even if I wasn't triggered, to be honest, like even if it was just sort of, it was just sort of my way of, of dealing with things. But there was a time in my life where I would say I was pretty passive aggressive. Like I would deal with friends who I felt wronged by or who I was too afraid to kind of even just like talk to about how I was feeling about things. I would be very passive aggressive um, and avoidant, but in a, in a way that was completely immature and um it messed up some of my really good friendships you know um luckily like over the course of over the years like I kind of made amends with those people but you know it could have been avoided if again I wasn't being trash um and you know I I just use it as an example of like moments in which we 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 are flawed and we don't always you know approach things in the best way we don't always approach put our best foot forward um put our best self forward and you know in being passive aggressive or being like petty or whatever it was um I lost friends you know and I think over the years as I got older luckily I was I was in my 20s when that happened so I always give myself a pass I'm like okay like you were in your early 20s it's fine you were still learning you know your brain hasn't like fully developed until you're like 25 (laughs) so (laughs) that's my that's my excuse but no, it's not an excuse. I actually really had to work on learning to be a better friend, you know? Not that I was a terrible friend, but, like, those were just some of the things, like, that would cost me friendships or, like, have people looking at me some kind of way. <laughs> it was, like, being passive-aggressive, um, being kind of mean, you know, when I felt some type of way instead of just... And these are people I cared about, so... Um, yeah, like I just, those are things that I had to really work on as a person as I grew. Um, and luckily I think I've been given the chance (laughs) to work at those things with other people in my life, other friends in my life. Um, and I don't really have a lot of friends to begin with, mind you, um, on purpose. That's just, just as my personality, But yeah, 
even so, just in general, those are things that I've had to work on, you know? Um, I remember even when I first started, so when I moved, and I think I shared with you guys I, my last uh, pot, my last episode, I, you know, I left Canada for several years, and when I moved back in 2017, I got my, kind of had to get my foot back in the door with work again, and I got my first job in 2018, and I remember um, my co-worker at the time, she was kind of pushing some, I don't remember exactly what happened, but what I remember was that I was so mean to her. Um, I think she was like pushing for something and my reaction was really less than graceful or even professional. And I kind of like called her out in front of a client and it it wasn't nice, guys. Like, she got really upset about it, and we actually had to have a talk about it with, like, my manager. Um, I, would, I didn't get in trouble, but we it was just more so, like, you know, to kind of unpack what happened, etc. Um, and I felt terrible for being so hurtful, you know, towards her. Um, but I did, I, I was not nice. Um and I was really upset. I mean, the one thing I I will say for myself is that um, I very much am the type of person, if I hurt somebody, um, I will, it might take me a minute, but I'll usually apologize. I always apologize, or I usually do. If I don't feel that I'm not wrong, then I won't. <laughs> but if I know, if I really have reflected or if someone's like, you know, spoken to me about something and I have a chance to really think about it and I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I always apologize. And so I apologized to her and I corrected my behavior and never did it again. And what's funny is that, um, she actually left the organization, um, for another role and she ended up calling me to ask me to come work with her <laughs> at where we are now, where I am now, my new job. So it goes to show you that you can be a terrible trash person, but if you course correct and if you genuinely make the, make the, the, the effort to apologize that, and you're genuine about it, people will people will recognize that and won't hold it against you. Well, some people will always, <laughs> but people who are able to see past the flaw and past the mistake will forgive it. Um, that doesn't always happen. And like, there are people who might not forgive it and you have to respect that too. But in this situation she did. And like, you know, I work with her again. Um, and so, yeah, like I just kind of bring those things up to say, like, I am not perfect. Don't let the, the podcast voice <laughs> fool you. It may sound sweet and genteel, but I am absolutely capable of being a trash person. Um, <laughs> so I'm always sort of like, you know, having to work on, on things like that. Um, my interactions with people. Um, 
And so, yeah, like, you know, it just often makes me think of the way in which we interact with, with other people around us. And, you know, um, some of the most revered people in history who have fought for the common good have had trash ass moments <laughs> or might just be trash ass people. You know what I mean? Like, um, Gandhi is, don't like black people. I don't know if people know that, but he has historically said many things, um, that are dehumanizing about black people. As much as this man preached about treat others the way you want to be treated and be the change you wish to see and all of these things, he did not like black people. He thought black people were beneath him and were like the lowest of the, you know, in terms of caste and, you know, he thought black people were beneath him. He wasn't very kind to women either. So, you know, like this, this person who is for humanity is really only about certain, uh, certain humans, <laughs> not all humans. Um, Martin Luther King Jr., had affairs, you know, but he still fought for the common good. Audre Lorde, who is a really, a renowned feminist, writer, poet, you know, activist, she was known to be an abuser to her partners. So, you know, I say that not to say don't like these people. I mean, do with whatever I'm telling you what you want but these are things that have come out and have are known to be true about people that are revered as do-gooders and you know that we put on these pedestals of like oh this is the epitome of humanity this is what we should all strive to be when it's like should we maybe there's aspects of their of those people that we would we should strive to be more like but they're still just people and they still have flaws and they still have faults just like the rest of us. And I got, I guess I kind of feel like, you know, we, we do too much like boxing in of people in a lot of ways, but in terms of just the good and the bad, it's like you either one thing or the other. And there never seems to be room to just be sometimes one thing and sometimes the other or trying to, or doing, or being one thing and trying to work on being better at, at the good side, you know? Um, and I think it's important to acknowledge too that like people are going to disappoint us. I disappoint myself. <laughs> like, you know, the stories I shared, the examples I shared with you, I disappointed myself. Like I was disappointed in myself. Um, in my own behavior. So for sure, other people are going to disappoint me, you know, other people will disappoint you because they're just not perfect. And I think if we can really just start to see people, um, as less of one or the other, it will be easier for us not to 
um, to create those boxes, you know, to just to allow for people to exist on a spectrum. And then you can decide, you know, like, I don't even think like liking somebody or not liking them is even black or white all the time. I think the relationships with people can be complicated or relate our relationship to how we think about something they've done, you know, um, like I think of Bill Cosby all the time and like, I have a complicated relationship with, no, obviously not with him. I don't know him, but like what he contributed in terms of, you know, TV, in terms of the shows that I watch, The Cosby Show, A Different World, like, I love those shows. Those shows were such a huge part of um, pop culture, and they meant so much to me to see black family, back, a black family on TV, to see black characters on TV, to see um, black students on TV, and to hear their stories It was just, you know, like, those shows meant so much to me. They still do. And I I don't feel any differently about those shows, you know, just because he did what he did. Um, And same with, like, musical artists, you know. Like, there's some artists who promote a certain message that I don't necessarily agree with or messages that I don't... But there there are other... songs or other parts of their artistry that I love and I have a complicated relationship with that you know I'm not always able to separate and sometimes I can and some so it's like it's 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 complicated but it's just something that we need to sort of like think about um as opposed to I guess always feeling like we need to judge it and to put it in a box of like, I have to not like this person or I can't like the art anymore. And sometimes you just don't like the art anymore because it's just always a reminder of, you know, what that person has done. So there's so many different ways of managing, I guess, how we feel about people in our lives or celebrities or people who've done work that we like, um, but they might not be great as people. And I think we have to sort of be okay with it being messy is what I'm trying to say. Um, I think essentially what I sort of want to do for myself in terms of my own trashness (laughs) or trash assness is to continue sort of doing what I have been doing, um, which is practicing self-awareness, um, having a willingness to listen. If I've done something wrong, if I've said something wrong, if I've said something problematic, um, I want to be able to hear what I did wrong and not in a defensive way. 
Um, and that's something that I'm still working on, but it's something that I've gotten better at. I want to be able to apologize and work at being better, you know, than I was before. Um, but having said that, even in pra- even as in practicing all of those things, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to F up again, you know? It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be a trash person ever again in my life. Um, but it just means that I'm trying to practice at not. <laughs> I want to I wanna land more to the side of goodness than I do to badness. But that doesn't mean that I won't ever fall into badness ever again, you know what I mean? And I think that's all we can really do. And I think that that's all we can expect others from others. Um, and I think it's also being able to know that like, okay, this person is flawed or has faults in these types of ways, but being able to sort of like make a judgment of their overall character and their overall approach to life and whether or not you can sort of move with that still or not, you know? Um, and that's a decision only you can make for yourself when it comes to other people. And yeah. That's all I have to say about that, guys. That's just sort of my rambling for this week is just, yeah, I really wanted, I just wanted to kind of get on and kind of talk about that, like goodness and badness and, and, and the spectrum. And, um, it's not cut and dry, you know, and we need to allow for the nuance and we need to allow for the messiness of it and, while holding ourselves accountable, also being gentle with ourselves, um, and sort of just making judgments on others in in an informed, in as an informed way as possible. Um, but it's not always cut and dry, you know? So that's all I have for today. Um, I plan to come back next week. <laughs> um, back to a weekly schedule. Uh, thank you for those who are listening. Maybe all two of you. I don't know. <laughs> but whoever's listening, thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.